0: Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast, where you can get the latest results, fantasy picks, and news every week in the NASCAR racing world. We just got one more spot left to fill, so let's give it to our host. Here he is, Vanilla Wafers! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Back of the Field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. Lots of fans are excited this weekend. I know I am, because NASCAR makes its visit to the first road course of the season, which means we finally get to see the next-gen car race at a road course, most specifically here in Texas, Circuit of the Americas. Now, when they first launched the next-gen car, there was a lot of big changes that they were going to do. Obviously, we have seen what they have done with the front. They've lifted up the splitter a little bit. They also have a five-gear transmission. They also have that diffuser in the back, and most of the time, you see those types of diffusers in road course races. So, everyone immediately knew, hey, I know where NASCAR is going. They're going to be focusing on these types of racetracks. So since the races have already been good so far this year in the first five races, I honestly think um, altogether, those five races put together, they've been really good races uh, and we haven't even seen a road course yet. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what kind of show they put on here at Circuit of the Americas, especially after last year, because last year we was a first as well, because it was the inaugural debut of Circuit of the Americas in NASCAR, and the weather was just horrid. It was just raining the whole entire time to the point they had to actually stop the race, even though they had rain tires and call it early, because it was just too dangerous for the drivers to be running on the racetrack. I mean, they couldn't even see. So last year was hands down a disaster. It can only go up from here And I think it's going to be a really good race here at Circuit of the Americas, but the most important thing that we got to figure out as fans, especially fans here in this podcast is to figure out who our top fantasy picks are going to be for this weekend because it's going to be the first road course race. It's going to be the first road course race with the next-gen machine, so there might be a few questions, but honestly, the way that this year has panned out and as well as the last few road course races, we kind of have a good idea on which 15 drivers we want to go for in this race. So without further ado, let's dive into it. This is this weekend's top fantasy picks here in the NASCAR Cup Series. Alrighty, guys. Can you already guess who the first one's going to be? I mean, do we really even have to say his name? We know that he is a great fantasy pick to go with whenever it comes to a road course race. I think the biggest question is, is he going to repeat his success here at Circuit of the Americas and get back-to-back victories? Of course, I'm talking about Chase Elliott. I mean, he is the last Henrik Carr to not get a victory yet this season, which is actually just really shocking to say because we're only five races in, and Alex Bowman... Kyle Larson, and William Byron have all gotten victories so far here in the 2022 season. The only one left is Chase Elliott. If there was any race you wanted to put money on where Chase Elliott would get his first win of the season, it would be here at Circuit of the Americas. Always has great equipment here at the road courses. I mean, here's his fantasy points in the last 10 road course races. Mind you, this is the last 10. 443 fantasy points. That's on average 44 fantasy points per road course race. I mean, what else can you say? Absolutely phenomenal here at these types of racetracks. Eight top fives in the last 10 road course races. Yeah, just throw Chase Elliott on there. You you really want to capitalize on Chase Elliott when it comes to a road course race. Now, usually here in this second spot is usually Martin Trex Jr. If you've heard the last few fantasy pick options for road course races, I usually say Chase Elliott number one and Martin Trex Jr. number two. But not on this occasion. No, no, no. The Toyotas really need to impress me here this weekend. But one driver who has really impressed me when it comes to these types of racetracks is Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson has proved to be a top road course racer. In the last eight road course races, he's won three of them and scored five top fives, led 129 laps out of 681 he's competed in, and has scored 326 points. That is around the 40 mark. He was absolutely great at the Charlotte Roble. He was absolutely great at Sonoma. I think he got a perfect 60 points in that race. I mean, uh, we're going to use Kyle Larson at least 10 times here in the uh, (laughs) regular season. If if you don't use him for all 10 of his picks, then you're absolutely crazy. We just got to figure out which ones is he going to score 50 plus points. I would take the gamble here and say he's going to have a really good run. I don't think he's going to get a perfect 60, but I think he's going to be up there with his teammate Kyle Larson. Definitely another number one pick here when it comes to Circuit of the Americas. This next driver is one you usually don't think about when it comes to a road course but based on his last few finishes as well as fantasy point value, he has shown that he is really good when it comes to a track with both left and right turns. And I am talking about the number 22 of Joey Logano. Now I know what a lot of people are thinking, Joey Logano? I don't really think of him as a top contender. Well, believe it or not, half the time he is running in the top five and he has scored 352 fantasy points in the last 10 races, on average, 35 fantasy points, seven top tens, has led 49 laps, and the only drivers who have scored more top fives than him in the last 10 races are Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin. That's it. He's even edging out Marn Trex Jr. And that says a lot for a driver you don't really think about when it comes to like races like Sonoma, Road America, Watkins Glen, or this one right here, Circuit of the Americas. But believe me, if you're looking for someone who's really consistent and not a Henrik Motorsports car because you've used him up like crazy here in the first five races, Joey Logano might be a good person to go with. Uh, obviously, check on practice speeds as well as qualifying. Let's see how he runs with the next gen machine. But if he's anywhere in in the top 10 or top 5, he's going to keep the consistency going as he has been in the last 10 road courses. This next one might be a little bit of a shocker to some people because you don't usually think about him as a top pick. He usually is around in the pretty good category as a guy you'd want to take a chance on, but I think he deserves a spot and the top picks. He's had a phenomenal last three races and last year there was one race that really popped out to me uh, during the 2021 season and that was the Circuit of the America race for this driver. I am talking about Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain jumping over to track house racing was a phenomenal mood for the driver. I mean, his runs have been incredible. This close from winning the race at Las Vegas, and he was a front runner in the Atlanta race. If he does not blow out that tire, then he's probably William Byron's number one competitor in the entire race. And then here's Cirque of the Americas. I don't know if you remember this last year. But one of the front-running drivers in that race, and I do believe he won a stage two if I'm not mistaken, was Ross Chastain in the number 42 machine. And Trackhouse Racing, yes, they did have a lot of problems with the Gen 6 car when it came to road courses. Last year, Daniel Suarez suffered all kinds of mechanical issues when it came to road courses, but I feel like this is going to be a bit of a different feel. I mean, they're not the same team as last year. They're leaps and bounds better than they were in the 2021 season. And Ross Chastain, with just the momentum he's going, it's going to be really hard to go against the number one team. I'd say Ross Chastain is a good number two pick here for this weekend can he get his first victory here in the cup series it's going to be really tough to beat the Henrik Motorsports team but you know what I would not be surprised if we see him edge out Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson And the last one we're going to mention as a top driver is going to be the guy who has absolutely kicked ass so far here in the first five races compared to last year. Let's talk about the number 14 of Chase Briscoe. Chase Briscoe only scored three top tens last year. Do you know where those top tens were? They were at Road America, Watkins Glen, and Circuit of the Americas. He finished 6th in both Circuit of the Americas as well as Road America, and if he does not get parked at the Indianapolis Grand Prix, he gets a 2nd place finish there, or maybe even the victory as well. Of course, a lot of stuff happened there on the final lap, so it's kind of hard to guess that, but let's look at this. Chase Briscoe has been one of the most dominant cars so far here in the first 5 races. Not the most dominant, I'm not going to say that, but he's been up there and... In almost every single race. At one point or another, you see that number 14 car running around in the top 10. He already got his first win in the Cup Series, so that monkey's already off his back. And usually when a driver it gets a lot of momentum and gets their first victory... There's usually a few more races that come right behind him. One person I immediately think about is Chase Elliott. Finally got his first ever victory in the Cup Series at Watkins Glen. I do believe he won two races in the next five. So Chase Briscoe is definitely one to watch out for. And I'd say here at Circuit of the Americas, You're probably going to see him run around the top five for the most part in this race. Definitely a good number two pick for me on your fantasy roster. So those are the top guys. We got the number nine of Chase Elliott, the number five of Kyle Larson, the number 22 of Joey Logano, the number one of Ross Chastain, and the number 14 of Chase Briscoe. All right, now we go into the pretty good category. These are drivers that we do not think are going to get the victory. However, they're going to still provide some good fancy points for your fancy roster, and I would use them as your number three or number four pick. The first one leading off the pretty good guys is going to be a Toyota. It's going to be the number 45 of Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch has been the top performing Toyota so far here in the first five races of the 2022 season. I did not see that one coming. I really didn't. I was like, no doubt in my mind, we're going to see a Joe Gibbs car dominate and be a contender in almost every single race. That hasn't happened this year. The only race they were really a factor was, was at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And due to a late incident, as well as some pit strategies, they were not able to get the victory. Other than that, you haven't really seen them be front runners. One person who's been running around the top 10 getting consistent finishes has been that number 45 at Kurt Busch. And what are some tracks he usually does the best at? It's usually road course races. In the last 10 races, he has finished in the top 10 half of those times. And he has scored on average 29.5 fantasy points per race. Those are pretty good numbers. You want people who are going to be around the 30 mark range. Here's your third or fourth picks. And I feel like Kurt Busch, with the consistency that he's going with and his liking towards road courses, I think Kurt Busch is going to get another solid top 10 finish and is going to be a good number three pick for you here at Circuit of the Americas. All right, let's go back to a driver who's already got a victory here this season, but more than likely is going to be a good competitor in this race as well. Let's talk about the number two of Austin Cindric. I'm actually really surprised I kept him off this long, and I know he's the seventh pick for Fancy Rosters. Um, that's not really not that far back, but... Man, when he was in the Xfinity series, he was so damn good when it came to these types of racetracks. I mean, I think for all those races, he finished in the top 10. Uh, for almost all of them and he got a victory in about half of them I know in the 2020 season he got a victory at Road America he got a victory at the Daytona Road Course he was a front runner in the Charlotte Roval race last year he won at the Indianapolis Road Course race a close contender in the Charlotte Roval I mean he's just phenomenal at these types of races with a total of about five victories at road courses down in the X series and having a really good start to the 2021 season and And also, mind you, led quite a few laps in the inaugural race at Circuit of the Americas in the Cup Series. I think Austin Cindric is a slam dunk this week to have on your fantasy rosters. (laughs) Wow, this one's kind of a shocker to me. Someone who I've always put in the top tier rankings when it comes to a road course race. And now he goes all the way back into the eighth slot. But there's a lot of good reasons for that. But without further ado, let's talk about the number 19 of Martin Truex Jr., The Toyotas have struggled this year. Make no mistake of that. The Toyotas have not really been top competitors. The only race they were competitors at was Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And unfortunately, they were not able to get it due to some print strategies from Henrik Motorsports. But last year at Road Courses, really the only race where Martin Trex Jr. looked like a top competitor was at Watkins Glen. I mean, yeah, he has a third place at Sonoma, scores 41 points. Yes, he has a top 10 at Road America. But man, last year at Circuit of the Americas, he did not have a good race. He was one of the ones who got affected the most due to the rain because he got slammed from behind from Cole Custer. Now, I really think you got to keep your eye out on practice and qualifying for the number 19 machine. I feel like he's still a pretty good option to go with here at a road course event. And he has shown that he can be a front runner at this race. I mean, he did lead a couple laps last year. We just gotta see what the Toyotas can do right now. I feel more comfortable with Kurt Busch running in the top 10 than Martin Trex Jr. That's really a shocker, especially with how good Martin Trex Jr. is at these types of racetracks. But if you think practice is good enough, then by all means throw him in there and if he's running in the top 5 in practice speeds, then hey, you got the old Martin Trex Jr. back and he could get you 40 plus points here at Circuit of the Americas. Alrighty, this one actually kind of shocked me and you know what maybe I'll have a side-by-side on this one I think you can pick one or the other but we're going to complete the Hendrick Motorsports list with first Alex Bowman as a good fancy pick here for Circuit of the Americas Alex Bowman believe it or not is really consistent when it comes to these types of racetracks now granted the last four road courses may have not been the best finishes for him but before that, he was scoring 30 plus fancy points, and at Sonoma, he scored 42 fancy points. With such great road course racers like Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson right there in your stable, I mean, you have to perform at road courses. And you know what? The number 48 team honestly has. Uh, last year, uh, they started out with a 10th place finish, an 8th place finish, a 9th place finish. And then things kind of fell apart for them at Road America and Watkins Glen, But then they were able to finish off the Charlotte Road Course with a top 10 finish. So they have shown speed in the past at road courses. And you know what? Right now, Henrik Motorsports has proven that they are the team to beat. I mean, obviously, the last couple of years, they have been the team to beat. But definitely with this Gen 7 car, they are the top team. So don't be surprised if you see Alex Bowman running up there with his teammates. And you know what? We could throw William Byron on here in a side-by-side comparison because William Byron is right there with results. Now, he's more of a riskier pick, so I think edging more towards Alex Bowman would honestly be a better decision. But still there's been a few races where he has been able to finish in the top 10 and look at the Charlotte road course he was a front runner in that race I still think a few things need to go in his direction he is more of a riskier pick if you're going to go with both these drivers I'd say Alex Moman in the fourth spot and then William Byron in your fifth or garage pick but we're going to put them side by side because definitely when it comes to road courses Henrik Motorsports has got it together and then the last one in the pretty good category, we are going to include the number 16 of AJ Almondigger. Now, I know it took quite a while for him to end up on this list. Maybe some people were just like, man, he should have been the sixth spot or seventh spot. Here's the reason why I put him a little bit lower on fancy value. Colleg Racing has not been nearly as good as I thought they were going to be. They've struggled. They really have. And you really can't argue that. I mean... Uh, both their cars in multiple races they've went multiple laps down and have DNF in a few races it has been tough for the Collig Racing camp but you know what AJ Allmendinger is still so good at road courses that the if he doesn't get at least a few fancy points in stage racing it will still be a shock i don't think he's going to be going for the win i don't think Collig Racing right now has the equipment to be a front runner but they can definitely get a good solid top 10 finish with A.J. Allmendinger behind the wheel. If you're trying to save some of your top drivers, let's say you have used up maybe a lot of the Henrik Camp a lot and Joey Logano. Then now it's the time to throw A.J. Almendigger in. I always think A.J. Allmendinger is a great option to go with, especially at road courses because you can always count on a good finish for him. And you're not going to use him for hardly any other racetrack. Last year, he scored three top tens out of five races, led nine laps last year in the Cup Series. Yeah, A.J. Almendiger, I say, is a good fourth pick here for your fantasy roster. So those are the guys in the pretty good category. We got the number 45 of Kurt Busch, the number two of Austin Cindric, the number 19 of Martin Trex Jr., one of the Hendrick drivers, either William Byron or Alex Bowman, more favoring Alex Bowman, and then finally the number 16 of A.J. Almendiger. Now let's look at some drivers you may want to take a chance on here this weekend. Gosh, when does the bad luck end for this next driver coming up here? He can only be in the take a chance category until he finally gets the top 10. He's had some great cars. He just can't finish. Let's talk about the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. I have not seen a driver have this much bad luck at the beginning of a season than Jeff Gordon in 2012. It seems like everything is happening to Denny Hamlin, and it's not like he's having a terrible season. I mean, the points aren't there right now, he, but he's had really good equipment. He just needs some luck to go his way. Maybe it's going to be here at a road course event here at Circuit of the Americas. He He's actually not that bad when it comes to these types of racetracks. In the last 10 road courses, he has finished in the top five half of those times and has scored 317 points, so scoring on average about 32 fantasy points. Those are some really good numbers, but I still think he's a garage pick right now because we got to see if he can actually run up front in the race and stay there for the checkered flag. That That's where Denny Hamlin is right now. If you put him on your fantasy roster, I don't think it's a bad idea at all, but do be careful because... This doesn't seem like anything is going in his direction right now. And if you remember, oh, there's no way you can have this much bad luck. I remember Jeff Gordon. The bad luck went all the way until about the Pocono race. He had incidents that happened to him throughout the entire spring stretch that you only see once or twice in a year. And it would sometimes happen to him twice in a race. It was just unbelievable. And that's right now where Denny Hamlin is at. We just got to figure out when the bad luck is going to end. I say garage pick. But do not be surprised if you see him running around in the top 10. Second driver you want to take a chance on here this weekend is going to be Ross Chastain's teammate, the number 99 of Daniel Suarez. This one is extremely risky to go with, but could pay off just by how well they've been running in the 2022 season. In the last 10 races at road courses, Daniel Suarez has not finished in the top 10 once. That's Honestly, a crazy statistic to me, and only scores on average 11 fantasy points. Ooh, those are some really bad numbers, so why would we want to include him? Let let me tell you, Daniel Suarez is actually a really good road racer. We have seen it before. I remember him in the number 19 machine for Joe Gibbs Racing. This was quite a few years ago. He was a front runner at Watkins Glen and could have got the victory if things went more in his direction. It just didn't happen that for him. But I do believe he still finished in the top five. And I remember for some of those road course races, he was running around in the top 10 before disaster struck the team. There was a lot of them where disaster would strike in the first couple of laps. So, hopefully, those bugs are fixed. If you're going for Ross Chastain, I think you'll feel comfortable to throw Daniel Suarez on there. I don't think they're at the same level. Daniel Suarez seems to be the second runner there so far at track house racing, but he's not that far behind. I'd say a fifth or again, garage pick. He's right there at the same level with Denny Hamlin. There is talent there. He just hasn't had the luck yet at these types of racetracks. So, Daniel Suarez, guy you may want to take a chance on here at Circuit of the Americas. And the last driver that you want to take a chance on, remember, we're only doing 13 right now. As far as the next-gen cars go, you want to wait until practice and qualifying for those final two spots because there's always seems to be a sleeper right now. Hell, all we know is Borset is going to be a top driver. Who knows? Uh, that'd be awesome, but he, he's not the guy to take a chance on. The driver you want to take a chance on here this weekend at Circuit of the Americas is the number 20 of Christopher Bell. Now, Christopher Bell only has one win in the Cup Series. It was at a road course, the Daytona road course. People could be thinking, oh, that was just a fluke. He got lucky. He has been really good when it comes to road courses right now. In the last four races at road courses, he has finished in the top 10 Three out of the four times, and the one time he didn't was a 36th place finish at the Indianapolis Grand Prix, where, of course, we had the whole incident with that bump, that infamous bump that took out so many drivers. He was one of those drivers who got taken out, but let me show you some of the fancy points he's gotten. 39 points at Road of America, 39 points at Watkins Glen. 29 points at Charlotte. And I do remember in the Watkins Glen race, he was a front runner. Until he and Kyle Larson made contact, he was up there around in the top three. So he has shown that he can be really good at these races. Uh, Definitely a riskier pick, but honestly, I'd say he's a better pick than some of the other drivers I've mentioned. I mean, as far as consistency goes, he's pretty consistent. Yeah, he's had a couple of rough finishes and one of them happened to be Circuit the Americas, but... At the same time, there's some races where he has scored almost 40 fancy points. He's definitely worth the risk if he pays out for you. Let's say you have Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Chase Briscoe, Kurt Busch, and Austin Cedric on your list. Then throw Christopher Bell on there. I I mean, it's worth the risk for sure. You could have a, a great roster with christopher bell on the bench honestly I, I really feel like christopher bell deserves more credit at road courses than he has been handed to him and i'm pretty curious to see what he can do here at circuit of the americas this weekend so those are the three drivers you want to take a chance on we got denny hamlin daniel suarez and the number 20 of christopher bell that will conclude our final fantasy picks here this weekend at circuit of the americas guys thank you so much for listening it's gonna be pretty exciting i i can't wait for this race these cars were built for road course racing and i think they're gonna put on one hell of a show i don't think it's gonna rain please do not rain again nascar has proved that they do not belong in the rain Well, maybe this car, but I don't want to see that. I do not want to see that in the first road course race for the next-gen cars. I think they can put on a really good show here, and I think we could have another new winner here. Uh, Most people are probably looking at maybe Chase Elliott getting the win. I mean, that's not a bad person to bet on, but who knows? We could be seeing someone get their first win here in the Cup Series. I mean, Ross Chastain could actually put everything together. He's been—he had a really good run here the year before, so— Make sure to tune into that race. That race starts on Sunday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. If you still want to join our fantasy league, you can at NASCAR Field Fillers. Last week, the top three finishers were Beer Guy 72, the only one in the league to score 200 plus points. Congratulations to you. Hebrew Hammer and then yours truly at 185 and 181. If you want to join our league still, you still can. You're probably not going to win the league at this point. At this point, you're, you're too far behind. But... If you want to get a mention here on the podcast, try to finish in the top three and you can hear your team's name being shouted out on Monday and Friday's episodes here on the Field Filler podcast. So again, that is at Field Fillers on fantasygames.nascar.com. If you also want to watch videos from me, you can do so at TikTok at VanillaWafers44. We are at about 5,500 followers. That is very cool to see. I post daily videos, mo- all of them NASCAR-related. Some of them more of a humorous scent and some of them informative, kind of showing the history of NASCAR. Make sure to check that out. That is, again, at wafers 44 Or you can also go on YouTube and find them there at Vanilla Wafers. And then lastly, guys, if you want to talk to me on Twitter during race day, um, you can do so at TylerV33. Uh, I have been kind of a little bit bad at reaching back out to people during the race time. I'm so focused on the race. And then I look after the race, uh, people have been sending me tweets. I'm like, whoops, sorry, guys, but you can do so. I'm going to try to pay attention to that this weekend because I really want to hear what you guys think about the race. I really do. I really hope this is a good race, and I really feel like it's going to be. So, again, if you want to talk to me um, live during the race, you can do so at TylerV33 on Twitter. But above all, guys, thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.